and welcome. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Best Friends Club Podcast coming at ya live-ish from from Palm Palm Springs. Springs. So we're not live when you hear this, but we're both together. In real life. In real life, we are together spending a weekend in Palm Springs, California. And there are no oceans between us. No, I'm not in New Zealand for once. Does the audio sound better? Maybe. Probably Probably not. not. (laughs) Yeah, we may have to ask forgiveness for this because we are recording in a hotel room on a king-size bed with the air off in Palm Springs, you guys, it's warm. Even more questionable recording process than usual. We are drinking. Well, let's go for it. <laughs> it's very delicious. Le, f- le, le femme Julien. Le femme Julien. The uh, pink goat. The f- I think it means goat farm. Le f- it's goat farm. Um, a farm. Mm-hmm. Le farm. I don't think that means farm. The fair goat, maybe? The beautiful goat. Beautiful goat? No, that's like jolie or like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking terra firma is like firm ground or like solid land. So maybe it means like the thick goat. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. It's, don't ask us about friends. from Trader Joe's. <laughs> so we are here today to talk about season two, episode three, the one where Heckles dies. Makes me so sad. Yeah. I, I felt like Heckles was with us longer. I know. It is kind of crazy to me that it's happening like in the beginning, beginning of, of season, season two. two. Yeah. yeah. I thought he played a bigger role. I know. Maybe, Maybe just in our hearts. Yeah. In our hearts. Like his looming presence. It's kind of like, I think Carol and Susan are only in like 10 episodes ever. You know why Renee knows that, you guys? Because of trivia, right? I don't, I don't know. Isn't there a trivia question? I was like, how many episodes was Carol in? Uh, no, it was, was how many episodes was Ross's dad? Jack Geller, yeah. Jack um, Geller. No, but I did, Jack. I did recently. That was great. We do that again. No. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to do your best Judy? My best Judy. Um, I did recently read the I'll Be There For You friends book. Um, I'm sure a few of you have read it. I will post a picture or a link to it um, on the website or on the Instagram. Okay. But it is a book kind of behind the scenes-ish about friends. And I really liked it. And one of the things they mentioned was that Carol and Susan were still mentioned in the last few seasons, but they actually weren't in any episodes. And then when I think about it, I'm like, um, I actually don't know that they were in any episodes. In like, the last few seasons? Yeah, thought? like maybe three oh, or like four seasons. Ben? He's a Carol and Susan. Yeah, they're still yeah. mentioned, but they have a much larger role in the first like, three seasons right. or so. Um, so that's why they still feel relevant. But Heckles surely would not have been mentioned at all after his death. I don't think he was. Why would they talk about him? Right. But I think slowly but surely, maybe, I don't know. This is just me guessing. But if you think about it, in the beginning of Friends, they had many more, like, of those, like, sitcom things where it's, like, a thing. That's, like, a funny thing that happens in the episode always. Not always, but, like, so like a heckles. focal point for the episode? Well. Or, like, a plot point. A plot point that's not really a plot point but it's almost like Steve Urkel always coming in the door like there's like these things in sitcoms and I obviously know the term for it oh you mean kind of like when he busts open the door and is like hi Winslow yes or whatever um or even like Kramer yeah but even like you know on Full House like how rude like the things oh catchphrases uh, no see okay. I'm going in the wrong direction I'm thinking more like <laughs> of my naked guy Mr. Heckles where it's like funny things that fit into the show 
but don't actually contribute anything except for the quirky part of their lives. And now I can't really think of anything, but I feel like that's a big sitcom thing. And I feel like Friends started to phase those out after the first couple seasons. Like they used to mention Ugly Naked Guy all the time. And then by like the third season, they really don't mention him anymore. We haven't met him yet at this point, have we? I don't don't think we've met him yet. Maybe they're phasing heckles out and phasing in ugly naked guys. Maybe they just have one at a time. You're not thinking of like inside jokes, but it's like... No, it's not inside jokes, but it's like a sitcom thing. Okay, so maybe Renee will think of... Maybe I will think of the words that I mean that I cannot (laughs) think of currently. No big deal. But I hear what you're saying. Okay, so, so heckles is out. It's a bit sad, but there's a reason. Let's dive into it. Okay. Okay, so the beginning of the show, it opens with them all playing cards with poker chips, so one can only assume they're playing poker now that they all know how to, because poker is Joker with a P. Right. The reason they wrote the one with the poker is because the cast actually started playing poker together. Oh, cute. And so they decided to base an episode on it. Yeah. Oh, so they were friends that quickly? Yeah, they were. The only thing I know is that um, Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston used to walk on a treadmill during filming breaks oh, and used to that. eat a cob salad every day for lunch. I did know that they ate the same salad every day. You feel a little bit bad for Lisa Kudrow? Like, what was she up to? Not mm-hmm. invited to the salad walking party? Yeah. She's just living her life. She's like, I'm having a burger. She's thanks. like, I don't have a Fitbit. <laughs> just get out of here. It's like, your thigh gap's too big. I gotta go. I actually think Lisa Kudrow was also in great shape, but they just dressed her crazy. So I actually think she was probably like better, de- definitely better looking than they made her seem. Yes. In the show. Well, also, and I think that like Courtney Cox, especially is just petite. It's not just that she's a small, like it's not that she's yeah. just skinny. She is truly petite. She's like a size 23. James. She just is so petite Little. and short. So yeah. like, Lisa Kudrow is she's much taller, normal, but looks because she's tall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is tall, but like, um, Jennifer Aniston looks like the same height as Courtney Cox. Yeah, but she's not quite as petite. She just is skinny. Have you noticed that, like, she's thicker in the first few episodes? Yeah. Like, she has a butt the and first she couple has thighs. She's a little curvier. Oh, sorry, yeah. Seasons, not. Yeah, she's a little curvier. And then she gets, maybe it's all those cob salads on the treadmill. Maybe the treadmill, yeah. Okay. So they're all playing poker because apparently they actually did, which is adorable, mm-hmm. at the girl's place. And then Chandler walks in and says that he broke up. Oh, so they're like, how's things with Joan? And he's like, oh, I broke up with her. And they're like, don't tell us that's because the big nostril thing. And he's like, I could see bats up there. Mm-hmm. So Chandler, who is supposedly perfect, mm-hmm. obviously, is like judging women for little ridiculous, silly things. And and Monica mentions that. She's like, oh, you always break up with girls because of some minor detail. So I wanted to ask you about this and about breaking up with people because of something that is perceived to be important. Mm-hmm. Is or is not. Thoughts? I My thoughts or have I done it? Both. I don't think I've done it. I think I've more so broke up with people because they suck. Yeah. Which is something they that. can't change. <laughs> or or unwilling, unwilling to change. <laughs> yes. More like. Um, but I'm trying to think that if I even like. I don't think you've been petty like this. I don't think like, so either. Uh, but I'm trying to think if there's ever been somebody that I was like kind of had a crush on, but didn't want to like fully have a crush on or pursue them because of a silly thing. I'm sure I have. And I think in the end, what that says to me is that I person, like I didn't like them enough. Yeah. Exactly. So I was looking for reasons to stack the chips either way. And like, clearly that just means you're not, you're not that interested. Well, I actually think, I don't think that Chandler didn't like these people. And that's why he was doing this. Like, I think that a lot of times we think certain things matter 
Yes. Until you actually step back and you go, okay, hold on a second. Like compared to other stuff, Mm -hmm. do nostrils matter that much? And again, maybe because guys are more visual and more Mm -hmm. physically attracted, whatever, excuse me, just burped. Um, We have talked about this before that guys are more physical. Yes. And so potentially it actually would have mattered, mm-hmm. but I do kind of feel like you kind of look at things and you go like, Oh, this ma-, like, I don't think you sit there and you think like deal breaker. I think just like in your mind, you're like, of course I could never date somebody who I'm not attracted to because they're massive nostrils. Right. But if somebody were to be like, tell me all the good things about this person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you think their nostrils are big, but like, yeah, so maybe he didn't actually like her personality, right. but he was pinning it on the nostrils. I also think that sometimes we get picky about stuff that we don't realize isn't worth getting picky over Mm -hmm. because we're just not think like we think it matters. Yes. And I think so like before Matt met me, he was like, I mean, he was waiting for perfection, obviously. And now it's arrived. Sexy, beautiful, sexy, beautiful Renee is here. (laughs) Aiming into his life. Um, But he, (laughs) we've both said like, I don't think if we would have met even like three or four years earlier, I don't think that either one of us would have liked the other one very much because I would have thought that he was petty and he would have thought that I was a handful, which probably isn't not true. What would have made you think he was petty? Well, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. I'm just so um, but he said he realized before he met me, but I think it was, it, it enabled him to like, be in the right place to meet when we did meet. Okay. Um, he said he realized he was looking at his list from the, the bottom up rather than the top mm-hmm. down. The big so, exactly. So like somebody's nostrils, okay, like maybe it's annoying or like something else about them that's little, but like, are they kind? Do they treat others with respect? Are they funny? Yeah. Are they respectable? Like values, et cetera. Et those et cetera. are all the things that truly matter, yeah. not just today, but like over the course of lifetime. And so mm-hmm. he realized he was like looking at the list the wrong way. Like I remember I remember having a friend being like, oh, the person I marry will definitely like know how, like have a certain skill. And I remember thinking like, yeah, you should definitely hold out for that. And I, I honestly thought that. Yeah. But then I realized that it was like, what kind of a skill are you talking about? I mean, it was like like being like, oh, I'm definitely going to marry a musician. Somebody's going to be musical. And you're like, okay, so that literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And also (laughs) at all care that much, like people can learn insurance. But they might not want to. No, I know, but like, like why does that it matter? doesn't matter at no, all. You should matter. be like, I want, I could see being like, I want somebody who's creative because that's how I like to express myself. But maybe they don't even have to be creative. They could just appreciate your creativity. Or so, they don't have to go to shows with you. You can find a friend to go to totally. shows with and yeah. they can just be great for other reasons. That's, that's exactly yeah. it. So I think it's top down rather that's, than bottom up rather yeah. than top down. It's not where you're like, but I love going to shows. So I have to find somebody or like, I love mm-hmm. music. I need to date a musician where it's like, you can have friends that yeah. you can enjoy that with. Like they can treat you well on the day to day and that other stuff. And look, look, if you find somebody who is all of your top down things and also is a musician, mm-hmm. then like good on you. Right. But I don't think you should discount someone because they don't hit your likes. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's my point is that I don't think people realize that that whole like is creative or is a musician or whatever mm-hmm. is number seven on the list. Mm-hmm. I think people think that it's higher than it is. Totally. So I don't know how you fix that i think it just takes meeting the right person that you just see you can see past the things that annoy or bother you 
Ooh, but that's dangerous territory because then there's meeting a person who doesn't take a lot of things and you see past all that, but they're actually red flags. I didn't date a person who lied a lot, but like didn't prioritize time. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. you don't realize at the time that you're looking past red flags. Not because I chose to. That's true. You know what I mean? But anyway, we're not here to dive into my past. So, <laughs> um, so that's what happens with Chandler. And then Joey is like, no, no, I'm with Chandler on this one. When, when I first moved to the city, I dated a girl with a huge Adam's apple and they're all like, who's going to break it to him? And so I think, is it Joey or Chandler? I'm sorry. Is it um, Ross or Chandler? Uh, I think it's Ross. It's like, like uh, Joey, he's like, women don't have Adam's apples. And he was like, oh, good one. For a second, <laughs> I was like, whoa. I have to say, do you ever feel like you have an Adam's apple? No. Do you feel like I do? No. I just like there's I can like like my throat has okay, different textures. Is that her? My larynx. You have a throat. You have neck parts in your body. <laughs> I guess like some men don't have super pronounced Adam's apple. Right, and some people do, and some men do. But I guess like if I touch my throat in the very middle, there is a part that sticks out more than the rest of it. I guess I just like, when I heard about that, I was, well, that's also one of the things when you're like, psychopaths love alone time. I love alone time. Right. And so I think, yes. And so I think when I was like, Adam's apple has a neck thing. I feel like I have a neck thing. But if you're saying I don't, then I'll trust you. I promise you don't. Okay. I mean, I know I'm not a man. Thank you. I know I'm not a dude. So anyway, um, so that's what happens at the very beginning. Um, Oh no, no. And then is it, also, no, it's not. So that's the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And then later Chandler's like, um, Chandler's talking about like picky breakups and the girl with the this and the girl with the that. And he's justifying. And then Heckles comes up to the apartment and he's mm-hmm. like, you're doing it again. And they're like, Heckles, we're not doing anything. And he's like, um, you're disturbing my dinner party or whatever. He's in his bathrobe. He's hilarious as usual. I will have to side with Heckles for a second and say, that living in an apartment where it's a very old building. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've had this before or not, but like when people take the carpet up yeah. and it's hard floors, it really is pretty loud downstairs. Yes. I had a friend in Chicago who was on the first floor and it was like a two story walk up. Mm-hmm. The second floor above them had a dog. And yeah. so every morning oh. you would hear boom, 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 boom. And it was like mm-hmm. a ball rolling. And then you'd hear the dog chasing right. it and then the dog running back and then throwing the ball again. And eventually they had kids. And so <laughs> that's when I was kind of like, I will never, like, I always want to live on the top floor because yeah. there's something about like the noise of people above you that like, I can't, like, I'm fine. I can sleep through pretty much anything. Yeah. Ask Renee. Your Holocaust. Yeah. But like the, for some reason, noise above your like on like at your head Mm -hmm. just used to bug me so much and um and when they did go eventually spoiler into heckle's apartment later they did hear like oh it's pretty loud and they have wood floors and so you could see but i mean okay in this scene they were doing nothing they were sitting there talking it's kind of like Remember, there's the one where the guy above took out the carpet and <laughs> Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did a great. Job. Maybe we should call them and see if they want us to redo. Yeah, voiceovers for. Just let us know. Bright, bright. Somebody bright. Oh, <laughs> his name is Bright. He wasn't one of the original writers. He was just the, he joined them as a production. Also ah. from that book. So okay, so that's what happens. Heggles complains, and then 
Um, they have this argument and he's like hitting the, their floor, his ceiling with like a broom, whatever. And then heckles dies. So hence, we don't know how, right? We know how. Heart attack, I guess I assumed. Right. We don't officially know. We don't know. He was old. I have not called the city of New York for the coroner's report. Okay. We could do. Probably go to city hall. Wait for a few hours. Uh, I don't remember what you were talking about earlier, but Renee was like, I found this thing. And all I had to, was it trying to figure out your neighbor's song? Um, yeah. My neighbor was playing like a guitar. And how long ago, Renee? It was like a year ago. Oh. And I've been trying to figure out what song was. It's the only song I recognized when I recorded him playing it, like a weirdo. Renee. And then played it for all my friends and nobody knew it. And it's been driving me nuts. And finally, the other day, I listened to like 25 songs until the song. She tried to sound hound it. Yeah. Sound hound doesn't work with live recordings, as we all know. She just paid $25 and went down to City Hall for four hours. I just played like every song on my iTunes library <laughs> and eventually i found it i think people know who was oh it? is kings of leon song do you remember which one? arizona of the hit i don't know 2007 album i think it's because of the time. off of that's now that's what i call music number no, that's what I call music. 490 yeah exactly um right so I don't know how we went off on that road show off to the side. Oh, that's right, because we were seeing the coroner's report. Yeah. So we don't technically know how Heckles died, but he died with a broom in his hand. And the... the, Yeah, and the super thought it was because he was sweeping, but it's because he was telling the girls to quiet down. So he he leaves all of his stuff to the noisy girls upstairs, noisy girl number one and noisy girl number two. And they're like, oh my God, we touched his lives. And then they get in there and it's like a hoarder paradise and they're like he hated us i know it's sad to think like he had nobody else that too that is sad you know which i guess is what starts chandler's whole spiral yeah so they go down there and they realize he had all this crap and they find Mr. Heckles in, in amongst the stuff. They find my big book of grievances. <laughs> and it's like, December 1st, Italian guy brings home date. December 2nd, Italian guy's gay roommate brings home dry cleaning or something like that. And so Chandler, and then he, it's, um, and then is it like, he must have a list of all the girls he's dated and he's like, to this, to that, to that. He gets, he starts like picking everybody apart basically. Yeah. And then they find Mr. Heckle's old yearbook and they're like, you're so funny. I love all your jokes in class. He was voted class clown and I was voted class clown. Mm -hmm. He was in the model UN club and I thought those guys were cool or Mm -hmm. whatever. It wasn't UN, but it was like model airplane makers. I don't remember. (laughs) Something. Model scalers or something. And so basically Chandler realizes I am destined for a life of lonership. It's on the fast track. Yeah. Like I'm going to become like Mr. Heckles, who was like this weird, crazy guy downstairs Mm -hmm. who lived alone and always wore a bathrobe if I don't stop being so picky. Yeah. And I love when he's like, Joey, can I come over to your house for the for for the holidays? And he's like, well, what if we're at her place? <laughs> like acting like Joey's going to get married beforehand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I come over for the holidays? And Joey's like, well, 
Well, what if we're doing something with her family? And, but isn't it funny to flash forward and basically Monica and Chandler like adopt Joey yes, to all their stuff? Let him live in the apartment above the garage. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because I feel like you and I have done this where I'm like, if I'm alone, can I come spend the holidays with you? Mm-hmm. And like, that's what best friends are for. Of course. So well, if we're with Matt's family, I guess you can't really come. I'm just kidding. I'd love to have you. Really nice. They're very they are nice really people. nice. Just They're very that. Midwest nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So that's what's happening. And then with Chandler, he starts to spiral. We'll get back to it. Um, Rachel and Monica are cleaning things up and Rachel finds this tacky seashell lamp and she's like, Monica, I love this. I want to have it. And Rachel and, and Monica's like, it doesn't go with our stuff. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, well, it'll be my stuff. And Monica's like, you don't have stuff. And so Rachel's like, you think of it as your apartment. Yeah. I rent a room. And yes, to be fair, it is Monica's apartment. She pays for most of it. Rachel was living oh, there for free know. at some point. Well, at first, because Rachel caught up her credit cards and had no job. Mm. So, but now Rachel's got a job. So you assume it must be 50-50. I'm sure. What do you think about this? Because I feel like, I do kind of feel like Rachel's right. Monica yeah. is just being too controlling. I definitely think she's right. I think it's different. Like if, if you bought a house and I rented a room from you, that would be different. But when you're renting an apartment, nobody owns it. I guess that's true. And it's I know her it's nana's, her Nana's. She's, it's still renting. It's still renting. And yeah. like, even yeah. still when someone like has a house and let's say like they have all their furniture and they're like, you can't bring your couch or whatever, but you probably get to still bring like some lamps or like your dishes or I don't know. Yeah. I think that it's well, cause this happens later with Joey and what's her name? Elle McPherson. Elle McPherson. Yeah. Janine. Is that Elle McPherson? Isn't it? Oh no. I think it is. I get all these beautiful white girls mixed up. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Elle McPherson. It's not Giselle. No, it's not Giselle. It's not Cindy Heidi. Crawford. It's not. It's not. It's not Heidi Klum. No, it's El. It's El McPherson because I think I looked it up before. Okay, that sounds. Yeah, sure. You'll trust me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I trust but me. but she like starts putting like Georgia O'Keeffe <laughs> paintings or no no Anne Getty Anne Getty. <laughs> Even I don't know if that's a famous baby. I don't know if that's a famous baby. Um, <laughs> she's famous. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get it if it's just like a Craigslist roommate versus like you're my best friend mm-hmm. you should live here too but i guess it's just because monica's so controlling because yes. she gets Which, freaked out when people like move the ottoman yes and we also encounter this when her and chandler move in together and he mm-hmm. wants to bring the barker lounger or like when they want to redo the beautiful guest room merge merge <laughs> um that's true so obviously monica has issues and i don't i mean i understand because you're monica. as a control freak as i understand monica. But I also think like life involves a little compromise and her having one tacky lamp. Eventually she'd probably hate it anyway and get rid of it. But sometimes you just have to relinquish the control. Do you think she should have said like, put it in your room? Yeah, but I don't know that that's fair either. Yeah, I guess because it's her best friend, she just needs to get over it. And also the only people that are ever at her apartment are the other four friends. So who cares? It's not like she has people to impress. She right. only hangs out with them. Yes. Right. And when her mom comes over, she can put it away because we know Judy's a judge. Judy does yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so they get in this argument and then Rachel's like, my tacky seashell lamp and this girly clock, which is weird but funny. Um, and so Rachel does bring home the lamp and Monica keeps talking about it like let's play hide the lamp and it's like monica like do something else with your life yeah seriously but then she accidentally breaks it Mm -hmm. and rachel gets really upset and i don't remember what phoebe was doing 
but she was like, I'm sorry. I wish I believed you, but I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it was an accident, right? It was an accident. She was like, Oh, let's go out to dinner. And she wants to put on her jacket and she knocks oh, it over. That's right. When she was in, like, just talking it, yeah. about moving it. Yeah. So it, so it definitely, if you're watching, it seems like an accident. Um, so then eventually Monica does give Rachel the girly claw mm-hmm. as like an olive branch. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much like that gets wrapped up in that 30 minute feel good. Yeah. That's it. So the other thing that's going on, um, we'll get back to Chandler cause we haven't wrapped that one mm-hmm. up. So we'll get back to that. But, um, Phoebe and Ross are having an annoying ish storyline where Phoebe, how does it even co- Oh, they're talking about something. And she was like, I don't believe in fate or something or other. And she's like, yeah, it's one of the things I don't believe in like this or that or evolution. And Ross is like, hold on, you don't believe in evolution? I know. It's so annoying. It's just annoying because she's like, Ross, how come we can't just like you say you believe in one thing and I say I believe in another thing? Right. And he's like, no, it's scientific fact. Yeah, but science really is all just the best guesses we have. So she brings that up. And it is a great point where it's like, you can be pretty confident, but at the same time, you have to realize that technology has limits. Mm-hmm. Human understanding has limits. Mm-hmm. And it's 2019 right now and that's wonderful but like medical 94 oh yeah at the time i mean right now but yeah but like medical science like look at psychology we know nothing about the brain and medical science is only like 50 years ahead Mm -hmm. so so if you're looking at it as like humanity as a as like a whole like on a centuries spectrum, mm-hmm. we're scratching the surface. Right. Well, and I think what's really annoying about when Ross does this is that he's like, <laughs> like he does that like, like cough, laugh, so condescending. Rather than like, Phoebe, you funny hippie. Right. I can't believe you don't believe in evolution. Like, haven't you read X, Y, and Z? Well, that's the thing. But he's like, so condescending about it. And the thing is that it's like Phoebe's weird. She's weird. Right. All like, us, why like, does he expect anything different? Yes, exactly. And so, but I guess he also gets like this later with Phoebe with the whole, like, my mother is a cat. Yes. And he just cannot let it go. Yeah. So I don't know if that's supposed to be like significant of something else in society, like people just being tolerant of other people's beliefs. I don't know if it's supposed to stand for that. I think it's just Ross being a know-it-all. But you don't think that's like indicative of a larger subgroup in society? I think a lot of people are know-it-alls, myself included. (laughs) What? So I was a know-it-all. I don't know. I mean, sure. But I think it says more about Ross than it does about like, Subculture, yeah, I think they probably weren't trying to make a large, yeah. I think you're giving it a lot of credit. That was not in the book, (laughs) just checking. Um, he is super intolerant to like anyone contradicting him, true. Um, there's like not even room for discussion with him. So, can you imagine having like Ross Geller in 2019 politics? How oh, awful would that be? You know what I mean? Like, yes. It would be so annoying. Regardless of what he believes. Regardless of which side he was on. When you're like, hey, Ross, can we just like enjoy You know what I mean? Meatballs? Like, how would you even yeah, that's true. begin? I'm sure there's people like that out there. There are 100% people like that. So they can't just like enjoy a dinner party because they're like, until we all agree right. the same thing and right. you admit you're wrong. Yeah. It's really, oh, really annoying. Like, would you want Ross to be commenting on your Facebook posts? I feel like it'd be like your weird uncle that doesn't get how Facebook works. Right. <laughs> uncle Ross. But I, so do you not like Ross? No, I do. But I do think this is one of his like bad flaw, less yeah. attractive qualities. Yeah. 
Um, and this side of him, like, I think it's a very unattractive quality, even as like a fellow human and friend. Yeah. Um, because he cannot let things go. I've got to say, it annoys me that he follows Phoebe around. Yes. So it's not even like... He's like harassing her. That's it. It'd be one thing if she says it and he's like, what? I super disagree and I can't not speak up because I feel so strongly about it. Mm. Okay, fine. Don't love it. Whatever. Mm. But then like, she's minding her own business. Like, it's got to be at least an hour later. They're cleaning Heckle's apartment. Maybe it's the next day. I don't know. I can't remember what outfits they're wearing. But um, she's like cleaning Heckle's apartment. It's a fully different scene, scenario, situation. And he's like following her around like, I can't believe you don't believe in evolution. And she's like, Russ, honestly. And then he brings a suitcase of facts, which I think is funny, but also is just like, let Phoebe Mm -hmm. do Phoebe. Yeah. I mean, I really, she's no threat to him, so I don't no, get it. No, and that's also what I don't understand. When people don't believe the same thing you do, when people seem so threatened by it, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I just, I don't do know. Do you think he's thinking, like, if I let this get out of control, flat earthers will be a thing? Like, is... Well, he's not wrong, because now they are I know, thing. that's what I'm saying. So it's maybe this whole, like, oh, it doesn't matter, and, like, letting a little bit of tolerance paves the way for although i don't feel like oppressing ideas is right. ever a good idea well, do you think someone being so aggressive no like yes facts but if he's, he's not, not going to change her mind he's not going to change her no. mind so all he's doing is harassing her and putting her further offside yeah. i think it's so funny when she goes it's time to put ross under the microscope <laughs> no, and it like, obviously makes him so annoyed but yes. it's very funny so that all happens and um uh yeah so he's just being really like this has to be provable fact i guess the other thing is i studied psychology in college and graduate school and one of the basic tenets of psychology is skepticism Mm -hmm. and just kind of saying like those things where you go but this is what we know right now Mm -hmm. because this is the limits of our technology and understanding right and he's not willing to do that. I don't know if that's indicative of like science in general. I would think no, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think science is always changing. I agree. I think certain facts still exist. Yeah. But the ideas are elaborated well, on. Well, what it is is the context changes. So you mm-hmm. go, okay, this is fact. And you kind of form a larger picture based on what you comprehend. Mm-hmm. And then if you comprehend something different, it changes. Length. So it, it's very benefit of hindsight. Yes. And that's also where scientific research is done through hypothesis. So you have right. this, I, you go, this is what I think. And then you prove or just, dis- well, you don't ever prove. You just try to disprove. And if you can't right. disprove something, thing you go well then it stands for now right that is so biased because all you're trying to do is disprove that very Uh narrow linear Uh thinking and yes like hypothesis will you know hypotheses will aggregate in Uh lots of research but it still goes we've got a collective human understanding let's test to that so that's what i think well and there's like plenty of science that um worked for time and then we figured out was she mentions that absolutely she actually mentions flat earth as a point right right or like because they had no reason to believe about diseases or stuff about yeah even like medicines they used to use that now we know like Uh uh-huh you know all people we went to middle school and high school with that took accutane like oh it made them all infertile but at least they had nice skin would you not know that accutane make you infertile uh it can 
and people who are on it for a long time a lot of people have had issues with that that's so sad is that is that acne stuff yeah oh that's awful but it seemed like such a good solution at the time well yeah if you're dealing with like terrible acne i just remember watching those things like proactive and the other stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like can't be in the sun can't do this can't do that but if you're if you're 16 and have terrible acne you're like oh well i'll stay out of the sun and not have babies i just need to not have terrible acne Oh, that's yeah. so sad. So, as scientists, so we blame. <laughs> do you have a you have a you have a bachelor of art? Uh, yeah, because you were a liberal arts major. Okay. I have a bachelor of science. You were a BA. I'm a BS. Yeah, yeah communications yeah. would have been yeah. liberal arts. So, as a scientist, yeah. Ashley's a scientist. I'm a BA. She's a BA. That I was going to get a master of finance so I could be a BA. I'm a we're a master of fine arts. That works too. That would probably be more up my alley. Yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, unless a, you want a master I in finance. I don't want a master okay. in finance at all. You did correct my math last night. I did. But it was tipping <laughs> math and it was basic addition. I don't know if we've ever talked about this though. Ashley's really um, good at math, but really bad at simple math. I'm bad at all math. I think you're not that bad at. Have you ever seen me do long division and algebra? Yes. For many, many moons. You didn't like steal my homework. How do you know if I was doing it well or not? You didn't fail. But I will I say. I on like summa cum laude though. No, but she. <laughs> the simple math. I don't know if it's because I'm you just very bad at basic it. math. But there have been many times where Ashley's like, well, you owe 15, I owe 10. So I should give you $5. No, it's not how it works. Yoni, I paid for this, so you owe me a hundred dollars. And she's like, "You owe me fifty. Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm glad you double checked." Yeah. So if anyone out there has a friend like Ashley who's really good at math, just put it in Splitwise. Them. Just help them. There's an app called Splitwise that divides everything up for you. Also, doesn't sponsor us, but could. Yeah, Splitwise. If you're listening, <laughs> just, just roll in that three dollars. <laughs> you owe Ashley a hundred dollars. Then owe me a hundred. <laughs> she's not totally sure why. I did it in math. Don't worry, because math. <laughs> Aristotle said so in math. Aristotle. He invent math. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is there was a class, a math class in college that my friend Jess and I took, and our teacher called Socrates Socrates. No. Yeah, and she said it a lot. And every time I, I mean, not that I like see the word Socrates a lot, but when I ever do, I'm like, so crazy. So crazy. Isn't it from Bill and Ted's? Adventure? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she so was trolling crazy. us. She might have been trolling you. Probably I not. I thought you were going to say Pythagoras because he was definitely in math. Pythagorean theorem. That's right. It's the thing with triangles? Something, yeah. You can calculate the hypotenuse. Uh, if you know the other stuff. Doesn't matter. Anyway, back to friends. The distance between two points having to do with the right angle. Anyway, she's good at math, except don't try to split a check with me. That's what I'm saying. You'll end up owing them. You're not bad at the good stuff. You just don't know how to add. It's true. I appreciate. I I think I'm bad at all math, but you're right. I'm so bad at simple math to the point where like somebody at work asked me once, and I got it wrong, and they looked at me, and I was like, "You didn't hire me for math, okay?" (laughs) All right. So we're back, friends. Yeah. So we've already covered Rachel and Monica. Yeah. Are dealing with the noisy, the noisy girls upstairs. Noisy girls wanting to, yeah. Phoebe and Ross. Phoebe's being harassed by Ross, mm-hmm. and then what's Joey doing? Mm-hmm. Joey's just around, and then Chandler. 
So Chandler's having this thing where like, oh, Joey walks in on him at one point and he's like sitting in Mr. Heckle's apartment in a bathrobe, Mm -hmm. reading through his stuff, realizing that this is his destiny if he doesn't change. Um, And so he's like, no, I'm not going to let this happen. Um, I am going to, he's like, what if I, I don't know if you caught this earlier in this episode, but I purposely said supposedly. You probably didn't I notice. did, but I didn't want to hurt you. <laughs> because of this. So he's like, what if oh, I break right. up with a girl? Because she says, supposedly. And then he and then he leaves and Joey's like, supposedly. Did they go to the movies? Supposedly. <laughs> I have friends that say supposedly. I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. It's fine. Look, guys, it's supposedly. Yeah. But e. ED. But it's okay. You do whatever you want. You do whatever you do want. Do you remember um, our friend Kristen's dad corrected us when we used to say anyways? It's anyway. I know. I don't remember him correcting. I us. remember him correcting us for saying something about it. And ever since, I have said anyway. And I, it not that it bothers me, but I really hear it when other people say anyways. I dated a guy that used to correct me, and also anytime I said, I can't remember. Oh, you say Hawaii weird. Yeah, Hawaii. Say it again. Hawaii. She lives off the e. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I'm not native. Who's not native? Me. Just Hawaii. Hawaii is like how it's... How everybody on planet Earth says it except you. technically, if you're Hawaiian, the W is a V. Any W that doesn't start a word. So like Waimea is Waimea. But Hawaii is actually Hawaii. So if you want to get technical, it's Hawaii. But I know I just say Hawaii. Because you know what I'm talking about. Kind of. Who cares? Know what I mean? Don't worry, Flat Earth. I won't harass you. (laughs) Well, if you want to come with me to Hawaii, I'd like to. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, so Joey. Suppo- oh, also sometimes people say supposedly. That I get it. Be. It's like a tricky one. Whatever. It's supposedly, but I don't care. Do you know what? I used to care a lot about spelling and grammar mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yep. Until I dated somebody who had dyslexia, and I was like, right. It's not that you're not trying. Mm-hmm. You just literally cannot decipher, and it's it actually does not matter. It does not scheme of things. Being best friends with me wasn't enough to deter you. Well, you're not dyslexic. You didn't have an. <sighs> I have no excuse. So you know what you're saying. You didn't have a disability. You weren't handicapable. So. <laughs> Love you, Renee. Actually, she's me so hard for my spelling. Yeah. I just thought she wasn't trying hard enough, but I've gotten over it. You can spell however you want. Yeah, you haven't you haven't harassed me in a while. I, mean, I haven't rossed yeah. You haven't rossed me in a while. Um, okay, so so Chandler's like, I'm not gonna let this happen. And so then he calls up Joan. No! Oh, <laughs> Janet! <laughs> Crap. Pretty's favorite. Janice! Oh my god. And Janice is his last chance at love. But Why when she, exactly? Because he's like, do you remember when you were 26 and you were like, oh my God, I have like, my life is coming to an end. I'm going to wind up alone if I don't choose somebody. Is that why I married Matt? Oh, he was the right one. That's true. Me and everyone. Because I was like, remember when you're 26 and you're having a life crisis? No, obviously that was Janice. Janice. But you know what I mean? Like when you kind of think like, I remember dating a guy for like a couple years when I was like 23 to 25 and thinking like, did I just waste like my youth, you know? And right. you kind of just like, was I being too harsh? Was I being too this or that? Right. And so I think he was thinking, instead of going like, it's fine, I can still meet people. They didn't have Tinder back then. Nobody was on Match.com. Drops. Handing out numbers in bars and coffee shops. He was going, okay, out of all the women I've dated, because remember, that's what happened is they were like, what about this girl? What about that girl? And somebody was like, what about Janice? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess Janice was fine. 
and like everyone else had a problem, but his friends were all like, we actually liked Janice. So I think he was thinking like, oh, I must have been too picky. Right. And so he called her back up to give it another shot. Right. Janice walks in super pregnant. She prego. So pregnant. And so he's like, you couldn't have told me it's over the phone. She's like, and miss this look? I don't think so. I know. Do you think, um, well, no, sorry, not do you think. But do you remember um, the episode? I think it's in season four or something. I think it is season four. And Rachel and Chandler go to the nail salon. Yes. And they run into Janice. Yes. yes. And it's like, Valent- oh, wait, that's not Valentine's Day, is it? No. Mm-hmm. She just says so. Cupid. She's like, Cupid had a, oh, a, nail, yeah. a spot at 14th Street Nails. Yeah. But, um, and he's like, okay, but blah, blah, blah. It's just the story. He's like, can't stand her. Can't stand the woman. He's like, bro, those little things used to be annoying, like her voice and her something and her personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you would have learned after this? Yes. Well, because doesn't he break up with her before? And sh- and it's like the fourth time he's broken up with yeah. her. Yeah. So this is like, he Number, is yeah. clearly barking up. But I guess he just calls out to her like a foghorn. Damn it. Chandler's a bit helpless, isn't he? Yeah. He winds up okay in the end, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so that happens. Okay, and too pregnant doesn't, you know, obviously can't date her because she's with someone else or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then he was like, okay, I'm just going to ask out this lady, Allison or whatever, in his office. And he's like, I didn't ask her out because she's got a really big head, but I'll ask her out. And so... Oh, okay. So the we already know how the girls thing wraps up with Rachel and Monica. Ra- uh, Monica brings the girly clock as yeah. an olive branch. Phoebe talks Ross into admitting that he maybe isn't 100%, 1,000% sure right. about evolution. And she's just trolling him. And then um, Chandler decides he will ask out this girl. And so the show, the episode ends with him on this date and he's like, okay, smart, funny, big head, big head, big head. Um, and so he just, he clearly hasn't got over it. And that's pretty much, so I think I kind of already asked you, but Renee, have you ever dated somebody that had something that bothered you? I I can't really think of anything that like really stood out other than like just being an overall jerk. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So no, like, physical flaws or... I don't or... think so. I feel like one guy kind of... I don't know if he had, like, allergies or something, but I feel like he couldn't breathe very well through his nose. But I don't know if that's, like... <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> but it also wasn't a thing that I was like, ugh, I gotta break up with you. Because you're not your mouth breather. Mouth breather. He wasn't a mouth breather, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. What about you? No, um, I remember I had a crush on a guy once who had a really long neck. Long neck. He was in college. But I just remember people used to make fun because he had a really long neck. But nothing ever happened with us. No, I feel like I was just too awkward to like like anyone else. I pointed out people you like. Probably. Like that guy we mentioned once before that that he was too tall to wear pants. Yeah, I thought he was kidding. Renee thought Mm. he wasn't. And I was like, no, no. No, no. It's fine. I saved you. You That's that bullet. Actually, yes. Big time. So thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you. Always looking out for number one. Solo party. <laughs> Solo party. I think that's us. I think that's this episode. Yeah. So, okay. So that's us. Season two, episode three, the one where Heckles dies. And stick around because, well, come back next week. 
we are going to also record season two, episode four together in Palm Springs. That's the plan. And which one is it, Renee? It is the one with Phoebe's husband. Ooh, it's a good one. Ooh. Well, you I know what you're thinking. Phoebe's not married. That's oh, what you think. Or, or is she? she? <laughs> well, stick around to find out what happened 20 years ago on this show. <laughs> As always. As always. Bring in the spoilers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining us. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And we'll see you next time. Live from Best Friends. Friends. Uh, live from Palm <laughs> Springs this Saturday night. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye.